0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 28 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host.
1: What a do? what a do? just juggling friends. All right, guys, so
0: second episode this week, if you listen to these in order. Um, we want to appreciate you guys sticking with us and listening to it again. What we want to do is we want to start off with some of the things we weren't able to talk about last episode, and let's get right into it with some NFL games. Last, or last episode was pretty heavy in college. We're going to get right into it with the NFL games. For those of our non-American listeners, it is Thanksgiving uh, this Thursday as we're recording it, so that means NFL football. And Jalen, you brought up something really interesting uh, earlier today on some of these NFL primetime Thanksgiving games.
1: Yeah. So the idea came. The idea came to me yesterday uh, while I was in a Twitter space. Um, I asked a group that. Tradition, well, basically, traditionally, the Detroit Lions have always played on Thanksgiving. What on like years they've been good and bad, Uh, but they've always been a part of the tradition of Thanksgiving. So that's been that's like they always play first. So that was that. Then you will have the Dallas Cowboys, of course, America's team, the team that I hate so much with a burning passion. We they are they are the second game, and then the last game is by random. So. To all the audience, and you could comment this at any time on our Twitter page, or tweet us uh, like at yeah TDS and Pod. Tweet us, comment. The question is: If the NFL had a name of third team to go along with Detroit and Dallas, who should it be? So mm-hmm. comment. So comment. At our, uh, like tweet us at our um at our Twitter. Who you think should be the official third and final team? to play every thanksgiving and given mind you there will be the last team to play
0: so who do you think <laughs> that should be
1: here's the interesting thing originally i said los angeles because we're going to base it we're going offset of los angeles and that Which goes for either the rams or the chargers either okay one. here's like there's two there were two opinions that i got from the space that really hit me the uh, one is the final spot could be whoever played in the Super Bowl, they would, have the, they would have a Super Bowl rematch on that Thanksgiving game. Okay. That could be one. The second thing, if they were to expand Thanksgiving games on by that week, it would be like in-state or very close team rivalry games. Okay. Say like Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay versus Miami, uh, the Chargers versus the Rams, the Jets versus the Giants, stuff like that if they, if the if Thanksgiving were to expand, if the NFL were to expand the Thanksgiving weekends uh, for football. But I would agree with the first one. Uh, you would have whoever plays the Lions, then whoever plays the Cowboys, then you would have a Super Bowl rematch being like that because the way the NFL got Thanksgiving is the same way the NBA has Christmas where they have mm-hmm. a coach of the games and it's just really good advertisement um, moneymakers. So no better way to spend your thanksgiving eating a bunch of food eating like a fat person and enjoying watching football with your family and watching both dallas and the cowboys lose
0: and hopefully honestly i'm with you i think a jets giants game would be really fun to watch because i mean that's in state that's in the same stadium it's super easy it would get great time if both team if okay if one team one team needs to get better but we'll we'll get into that later I, i have a few thoughts on Mr. Wilson here, but we'll get into that much, much later. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about that later on. Oh,
0: yeah, but let's, you know, I think it's a good idea, and we're going to come back to that question a little later in the episode, yeah, but, we'll, but we sh- but let's in the meantime, Thanksgiving games.
1: Yeah, in the meantime, we do have Thanksgiving games, so first things first is going to be the Buffalo Bills are not going to be going too far because they were already playing in Ford Field. Bill yep. will be playing the Detroit Lions for the first game. That would be on CB, I believe that would be on CB, yeah, that would be on CBS, Yep. Uh, then you got uh, the New York Giants playing their final matchup against the Cowboys uh, in Dallas. That will be on Fox. And the final and the final uh, nightcap of the Thanksgiving night is the Patriots versus the Vikings.
0: So let's start with Bills lions Who do you think is going to win that game? Because I already I got think, my pick.
1: I think uh, the Bills are going to win. Um, oh, for sure. They're they're trying to get their mojo back because like they had a. That was a bad loss against the Vikings, but like I think I think the Bills are gonna dominate. Um, I'm really excited for the Lions because uh, former a former Alabama uh receiver and first round draft pick Jamison Jameson, uh, That's like Jameson right. Williams, he's-, he's back in practice. He's not gonna play this week. They say he's scheduled to play in December, so most likely next week.
0: That's good. Good for I mean, we're happy well, I'm for that. I mean, I'm happy awesome. with that.
1: I wish he would have came back this week because that would have been fun. That would have been fun to watch. But Detroit's not a bad team to watch um overall because they do find a way to put up a lot of points. They just beat the Giants this past Sunday. So it'll be interesting. I think uh I think it'll be a good game, but I, I do see Buffalo pulling away.
0: Here's how I feel. I am very thrilled that I have Josh Allen in my fantasy league because
1: uh, Detroit is the worst, does have the worst defense in the league. Yeah,
0: this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Lions put up a decent amount of points. I think they put up at least three touchdowns, but I think Buffalo puts up five or more. So I think we got a high-scoring game, but I got Buffalo by at least two scores. Josh Allen's for at least 350 and three touchdowns. That's right. where I'm at. And then I think he's going to rush for one, too.
1: I want, Diggs to, I want Diggs to get back. And yeah, no, I'm with you. I want Diggs to get back on the roll. I'm with you. I credit Justin Jefferson for making that spectacular catch against the uh, against the Bills uh, a few weeks ago. I credit
0: watching that. them, um, them one-up each other was incredible.
1: I get that, but I still believe Stephon Diggs is the best receiver in football. You can't you 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 can't cover you can't cover that man you can't cover that man one on one his route running his hands his precision right his attitude his dog his dog like style um, I want to see him submit himself back in like back in the lead for that kind of, that kind of conversation so oh, he's that's, gonna crush it so that's me
0: hey, he's absolutely gonna crush it let's get into the Giants and Cowboys real quick too I mean I never thought I'd cheer for the Giants.
1: Um, let I, let me, I, I, I did. I, I did every Dallas. time. I I, I I did every time. Like they go against Dallas, that's about it. Uh, with with that game, but I, I think I think Dallas should dominate that game because the Giants' offense are not that good, and the defense is not that good. It's, the defense is good, but not that great. No, uh, Dallas, The last I've time that they more. faced each other, Cooper Rush was at the helm. That Prescott was hurt. Now he is back. They're coming off. Of blowing out the Kirk cousins and the Vikings who we'll talk about later on uh, in a little, in a little while, oh, they're coming up, they're coming off that. Uh, I, I see Cowboys dominating that game with, uh, with the burning fury. Um, even though they play better on the road than they do at home, but I, I see them dominating this game and it's not going to be close. I don't, I don't trust them I, I never trust Danny Jones.
0: Oh, God, I'm no, hoping,
1: no, I'm hoping Saquon has a good day. Um, for the, okay, so for the Giants to win this game, they got to find a way to get turnovers, and they can't turn over the ball. They actually got to kill clock, they literally got to play. Per- boring, exactly.
0: love- they have to play exactly, they have to pay perfect football. Boy, against I said, this Dallas defense, I was saying, perfect football.
1: football, yeah. And also, uh, the Giants are going to be well Uh, well, first of all, they traded Kadarius Tony, who was doing his thing in Kansas City, and they just lost a uh, while.
0: Wandell Robinson.
1: W- 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 Robinson. So <laughs> I might cut around they that. They do bit. <laughs> not have a lot of weapons on their belt right now.
0: No. It, it's the passing offense is going to be sluggish at best, which forces you to stack the box and stop Saquon, which Dallas can do. So they're going to force Danny Jones. I'm not I can't call him Danny Dimes it's, it's I'm not you know.
1: I just call him Daniel Jones Mom calls him Daniel we call
0: him Daniel He ain't earned the nickname yet We talked about us Jimmy Garoppolo
1: me. I just call him Jimmy Garoppolo
0: You need to hear George Kittle calling him Hemi Garoppolo that let's not let's not do that <laughs> Let's not do that One game didn't make you a star but um that's besides the point that's another tangent for another day Uh I think the Giants have to play perfect football They're, That's the only way they win this game Giants have to play perfect football and Dallas has to give up multiple mental mistakes. That's where I'm at. I think Dallas wins by – I hate to say it, and I I don't – I'm not going to – okay, I I feel like I speak for both of us when I say this. We want to be wrong in this prediction. (laughs) We want to be wrong. But I got Dallas by – again, I got Dallas by 10 or more. Buffalo by 14, Dallas by 10. I'm with you. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So let's get into the last game. Uh, Let's talk about the New England Patriots versus the Minnesota Vikings, two teams that made ridiculous headlines over the weekend, and we will touch on both of them respectfully. Not respectfully, respectively. This will not be respectful. Uh, (laughs) This is going to be nuts. But it's And it comes into a little segment we'll come into a little bit after this, but the the Patriots are playing the Vikings at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we will be getting a primetime Kirk Cousins which terrifies me.
1: Le- I think this is going to be the game where y- you might as well go ahead and cue return of the Mac. <laughs> but also the Patriots are coming off a game where Mac Jones gets sacked a bunch. Their offense yep. couldn't get anything going, credit to the Jets' off defense, um, but they were able to win off of a Devin Hester-style type of uh, way. All or, credit or, to that Jets or defense. Now, or now or, – or, now you could say a Cordero Patterson type way.
0: All the credit to the Jets defense. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But I don't know if it's gonna be return of the Mac. I think I, I and I'm going against my gut on this. I'm going you're, I don't you're my, I'm Kirk going Cousins against, and the Vikings? I'm going against my better judgment. Yeah. I, I I'm taking Kirk and the Vikings. I I'm think taking
1: the Patriots because not only is he in a prime time game, he's in a primetime game on a holiday. I, I
0: it's and we'll we'll well, this is now a perfect time to jump into it. Um, but I think Vikings eke one out just because I don't trust New England offense. I don't. I, I have zero faith in that offense. And I think Minnesota's gonna be looking for a bounce back game. No, Yo, you
1: think about you think about how like Josh McDaniels look right now with the Raiders and how uh mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien uh, like not Bill O'Brien. Uh, without uh, with, with Bill, uh, Bill <laughs> Belichick and Mac Jones look like without a Josh McDaniel or actual yep. real offensive coordinator. It, it looks ba- it looks very, very bad right now, man. I hate seeing Mac go through this. That whole Bailey Zappi hype, that was nothing but hype. It was not It was all real. hype. Zappi
0: wasn't even that good.
1: It, it was not real. I get like he was getting a lot of things going, but- I was but when they took Mac out after that one interception and put Zappy in I was rooting for Chicago immediately and they and they came and they showed and they conquered right right then and there so like for me it's more so Mac he's going to continue to work hard but this is all the Patriots fault on this one right now because mm-hmm. not only did you not draft weapons like not legit stud weapons not only did you not sign legit stud weapons but you didn't even get – you didn't even replace Josh McDaniels with a real qualified – real high – uh, like qualified offensive coordinator. You got a defensive coordinator thinking he's going to do the offensive coordinator's job.
0: Which we saw how well that worked in Detroit, and that's why Dan Campbell's in charge.
1: I ain't got nothing to say, but I'm still picking pages.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Well, let's get into it. So one thing I want to touch on before we get into kind of five minutes and five headlines Um. I want to talk about why you never you always bet against Kirk Cousins after four fifteen. So he actually has the worst primetime record. Um he has sixteen primetime losses are the most among all quarterbacks currently playing in the NFL. Make it Ugh. 17, because he just lost he lost <laughs> on Sunday at 430, which we'll touch on the the craziest thing about that in a little bit. But he had a horrible game. I don't know why I'm taking him for a Thursday night, which where he is statistically.
1: You're basically uh, saying that you that you tr- like that you don't trust the Patriots offense more than you don't trust Kirk because, Cousins in a primetime game. And here's why. Here's and why. And mine this is the opposite of that. here's
0: why. While Kirk Cousins is historically bad on primetime, and he's actually his worst on Thursday nights. Um, he is only completed sixty five percent of his passes for under two thousand yards and is eleven touchdowns to eleven interceptions on Thursday nights. That's and, his and, worst across the board.
1: And it's throwing to Justin Jefferson a lot, along way. Exactly. TJ Hawkinson, I am still waiting for him to turn I'm still waiting for him to turn up. Exactly. Like, so I'm actually starting to see why Detroit let him go.
0: Oh, it's starting to make sense. But here's my thing. So I'm I'm it's history versus history. You have a historically terrible primetime quarterback. Uh-huh. Versus one of the worst New England offenses I've seen in a very long time.
1: Something's got to give.
0: So it's it's history versus history. It's an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, and something's gonna break. And I'm really really hoping it's New England. But actually
1: ver, actually it's a stopable stoppable force, um, a stoppable non-force, and a move <laughs> a, and a very very movable object.
0: An unstoppable nothing. Or... <laughs>
1: no. Stoppable, uh, stoppable unstoppable, (laughs) unforce, movable object. I love it.
0: It's it's the battle of the garbage. And speaking of that, let's go right into our five minutes and five headlines. So something we're going to start doing on the show is we'll take about five minutes to briefly touch on some quick headlines um, that really don't warrant a ton of time to get into, at least from everything that we view. But are still things worth bringing up. So speaking of a stoppable a very stoppable force meets a very movable object uh, the battle of the busted is what i've been calling this is both of our most disappointing teams on the year played over the weekend and it was won in overtime because the broncos defense was completely I, the off- okay the broncos offense was garbage in the second half and the broncos defense gave up all the unanswered points to send it to overtime where you have one of the best receivers in the league left wide open that man was as i don't even i don't even know where to begin
1: look it's look it's bad in denver it's still bad in las vegas but you know things are going to be coming look exactly next. Let,
0: so let's get into another one too, Eagles, because we talked about it as well. I said it would be a Jeff Saturday believer if he found a way to beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia so had a terrible game. Oh, I know. He Philly had a terrible game, and they almost won. Jury's still out for me on Saturday. You mean they almost you.
1: won. They still, they did win.
0: No, I'm saying the Colts almost won.
1: No, no, no. You said like Philly. No, you said Philly uh, played terrible, and they almost won.
0: I mixed up. I mixed up two thoughts in there. That's my bad. So um, but yeah, so Philly won, they pulled it out, they played horrible and they somehow won. The Colts uh, Jerry's still out for me on Saturday, but I'm I'm getting there. I'm warming up to the idea. Jerry's still out. I'll see how the next few weeks go. Hey,
1: right, uh, quick shout out. Look, Nick Seriani uh yelling at the crowd. There was another <laughs> video that came out talking about saying that was for Frank. That was for Frank Wright. Look, I love it. He explained why he did it. I don't knock it one bit. I ain't got nothing against it. People I like, that Sirianni. Problem with it, that's y'all's problem.
0: I'm with you. Well, let's go back to the Vikings real quick. Um, let's talk about how uh, CBS was incredibly disrespectful towards the Vikings. For those who don't know and decided to watch the, the bloodbath that was Dallas versus Minnesota, you'll notice in the third quarter the game changed. Uh, CBS actually cut away from the game in the middle of the third quarter to go watch the other four thirty game, which I believe was Bengals-Steelers, correct?
1: It was. And I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. People thought it was a typo. I said, nope, they got bored.
0: No, they got bored. That game is over, and that is hilarious to me. You, I said believe- di- you
1: said it was disrespectful. No, 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 no. The Vikings were disrespectful. for not Oh, speeding. no, the Vikings
0: are very disrespectful. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying CBS was just like, yeah, we're done with this. I thought it was hilarious. Um, And we do want to give a quick, uh, we want to talk about this briefly. Uh, Hendon Hooker, we wish you a very speedy recovery. For those who don't know, in the uh, destruction against South Carolina, where... Um, this is
1: going to be like my serious, uh, this is my serious... Hendon Hooker has had a tremendous, historic season this year for the uh, University of Tennessee. Absolutely, um, finally beating Alabama, um, being the being uh, the number one team in the country for for a good bit, competing hard, putting up a lot of points, being entertaining. Had a tremendous game against uh, Anthony Richardson and the and the Gators, having that beautiful shootout. It was beautiful. They ha- I hate to see him go down like that. Uh, so I'm hoping that he recovers fast and, and hopefully doesn't drop his stock. Too bad for him not to get a chance at the next low. That's my serious uh, comment on the on Hendon Hooker and the Tennessee Vols.
0: No, I agree. I think it's. I I hope it works out. I really do.
1: I'll get to um, my real feelings later on.
0: <laughs> I hope it works out. I really do. Um, I think it's. Crazy that this is the first time in his entire career, Spencer Rat or Spencer Rattler has decided to play it like the five star prospect he was. Um, he balled out, and I'll give credit where credits due. Um, but that's it for kind of the five minutes, five topics there. I don't know if I counted topics right or not, but you know, you'll tell me later. What I do want to get into, because um, we touched on it briefly, um, there's been some drama in East Rutherford, up there in New Jersey, with uh, the Jets, the other New Jersey team. Because y'all are in Jersey, you're not in New York. But that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. I don't care.
1: you were, uh, you from Florida, I'm from Georgia. We ain't got no business talking about exactly. the details of that. So we're but what that I to will talk Yorkers. about is how
0: horrible Zach Wilson is and why this is great for me. So, Jalen, I know you're not on Jaguars Twitter, but any of my Jaguars Twitter people are going to understand this. The Jets will jump at every opportunity to tear into Trevor Lawrence. If he's had an okay game, they will tear him a new one and talk about how Zach Wilson's the best quarterback ever because they got him because we drafted Trevor first. Here's here's the thing. My
1: time. Here's (laughs) the thing. I'm gonna gonna give you time. Also, uh, in in respect to you, and give Mm -hmm. you your time. I'm gonna do this like this. The Jets are doing that right now. They're dealing with Cowboy syndrome. Mm-hmm. They're doing every like they're in delusion right now because they're in so much pain. They have to drift apart and uh, like bash everybody else to make them feel better about themselves and their mistake that they made because they took Zach Wilson over Justin Fields. Yep. And you see what Justin Fields is doing, with a system that is built around him to help him succeed, and he ain't even got the near weapons that Zach Wilson got. Because Zach Wilson, he got more weapons and a better offensive line than what the uh, than what uh, Justin Fields got. Speaking of which, and he's he able, able to
0: speak and to Justin Fields.
1: Justin Justin feels gonna be fine, but right now the Jets are in a hole right now, and like Robert Sala gotta make a decision. You don't wanna kill this kid's confidence. But right now, I was listening to first take. Stephen A said this dude is a boy playing a man's game, and that legit and that legitimately fits. But what had me dying in the first take today? Stephen A said, like Stephen A said, and this was a fact to me, Zach Wilson's. The only thing he's done was make headlines off the field dealing with the off the field issue. (laughs) And I really want to say it, but (laughs) I cannot. So I'll leave it at that.
0: If you know, you know. It's on you. All right, let's go. So I have been waiting a moment for this. So Zach Wilson, for those who don't know, I've got a, a, a couple fun facts about this game. So the biggest issue and why Twitter and has been Twitter, ESPN, NFL, everybody has been tearing into this man is because of a comment he made post-game. He was asked post-game, you know, do you feel like the offense let the defense down and that you let the defense down with how you played? The man didn't. Pause, no hesitation, deadpan, looks at the report and says no. And then just acts like next question. Let me give you a couple stats from the game. So, Zach Wilson, for the game, he went... 9 for 22 for 77 yards, got sacked four times, and had a QBR of 50.8. And he rushed three times for 26 yards.
1: How many yards did he throw in that second half?
0: How many yards? Oh, we're going to get into that. Don't don't get ahead of me. We're going to get into that. So I don't know if anybody saw the highlight. He missed a wide-open screen pass, and it's just nuts what this man has done. Sauce Gardner has been liking tweets, calling out Zach Wilson for these comments. Let me give you a little bit of hit. Let, let's break down this thing one more time. So, the biggest issue everybody has with this is the fact that this man is taking zero accountability for being garbage. Joe Flacco has more touchdowns than Zach Wilson this season, and he's played less games. Currently, the Jets de- the Jets offense. You want know to how many yards per play uh the Jets offense average in the second half? what wooden yards inches the jets averaged 2.77 inches per play in the second half that is smaller than a football <laughs> that is smaller than half of a football for the per play in the second half are you kidding me that's not even a foot per four down you're out of your mind the offense completely ruined that game for the defense the defense did everything they could and i i hate the jets but I will give as much credit to the Jets as humanly possible for their defense, their defense balled out. They did great. The offense threw it away, literally threw it away. Mac couldn't or Zach Wilson. I apologize, Mac. Zach Wilson couldn't hit water. if He fell out of a boat with any of his passes last week. Garbage, absolute garbage and some stats on him for the entire season. This season, out of thirty-three qualified quarterbacks, thank you for the NFL and CBS for breaking this down. Would you like to know where Zach Wilson stands out of all thirty-three qualified quarterbacks for you know ranking across the board?
1: Well, he's standing short. So what's up?
0: <laughs> His passer rating is tied. Or is is the thirty-second? He's ranked thirty-second for passer rating. He's ranked thirty-third for completion percentage. For a touchdown to interception ratio, he is thirty-first. And for touchdowns per attempt ratio, he is tied for 31st. On average, this man is in the bottom three of all quarterbacks. There is a bench player who qualifies more than he does, who was doing better than him. Zach Wilson is hot garbage. Jets fans, come at me. I want every ounce of this hate you can muster because your quarterback is garbage. He is a dumpster fire who has zero accountability. Booger mcfarland has been calling him out. Steve Young, who is a super nice person apparently, has been calling him out. Everybody has been calling this man out because he had a horrible game and cannot accept the fact. I
1: not, don't to me- a- not, not to mention, he's been bad with media.
0: He's been bad with media. He's not, and you can't be bad with media in New York. New York will eat you for lunch if you're terrible at media. But he's I thought they horrible- play in Jersey. That's true. But the New York media does like, they do cover Jersey. You're right, though. But, anyways, he's a garbage quarterback. He is one of the worst, he's terrible. He is making right now, on average, a little over $8.7 million per season. Mr. Sala, you know, whoever the Jets GM is, if you would like to pay somebody a fraction of that to come tank for you, I'd be more than happy to put on a helmet. <laughs> that is, that man is, I could throw for 76 yards. I could put up those stats. And I sit in a, I'm sitting in an office chair right now.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So He's, he's garbage. Here, here's the thing I really want to get down to. Hmm. Why? Let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back. um Let's see. That draft was what? That wasn't the 2020 draft. That was the 2021 draft. 2021
0: draft. This was the Urban Meyer year, which I don't know. Uh, let's, uh-uh.
1: let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. Remember, going through that college football season to the middle all the way down to the end, it was supposed to be Trevor Lawrence and then it was Justin Fields. That's yeah. how it was supposed to go because Trevor Lawrence was already deemed the number one overall pick at that time. So basically, it was a sweepstakes to whoever could get him.
0: Exactly. So.
1: So with all that, so with all that, so with all that, so with all that mm-hmm. here's my here's my thought process. How and why did Zach Wilson get so much hype and his stock go up? Like his stock his stock was rising over Justin Fields. Why did that happen?
0: He had a phenomenal pro day, and to his credit, oh. a lot of his incompletions, a lot of his incompletions uh, during his junior and senior year were drops.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, or I, I wouldn't say a lot of them, but there were plenty of drops that his mm-hmm. players had or his wide receivers had. Um, however, you have to understand the level of competition they're playing, which was not.
1: That's where I was about to get. It to. wasn't
0: a high level of competition. It was what, at
1: BYU in the highest competition I, yeah. in the highest level of competition they faced was to Carolina.
0: What I look at when I look at quarterbacks, again, this is as as a non-NFL scout, what I look at for quarterbacks and when I look at for players and like these key players, I look at how they did against their toughest matchup. And if they balled out versus their toughest matchup consistently, that's somebody who can compete at the next level. If they disappear against their toughest matchup, like here's the best example I have. Trevor Lawrence against Ohio State. I think it was his last year. Incredible game. Reminder: Trevor Lawrence
1: did go to Clemson.
0: He did. Incredible game. He had a great game. He did have good receivers around him, but he showed up in the tough situations. If you disappear on the biggest stage under the brightest lights, you're not going to make it at this level unless you're Kirk Cousins. Um, but
1: <laughs> you said it, not me.
0: So, uh, yeah, but you've got guys like it. Mac was rising up draft boards as well because his ability to be a game manager. Which and what he
1: did in the tough matchups.
0: Exactly. If you ball out under pressure, you will succeed. If you can't ball out under pressure and you consistently disappear, you're going to be terrible. And Zach Wilson is I, a... I'm calling it out. He's a bust. He's going to continue to be a bust. And he's not going to be in New York. Uh, I don't think his fifth-year option gets picked up, I think he's gone after his fourth year if right. they don't trade him.
1: We really got to have this discussion dealing with uh, judging quarterbacks by their pro days. I'm sorry. Um, I believe in tape more than I believe in pro days. I get, I believe the, in both. I get the point of it. I really do. Mm-hmm. The draft combine, I get the point of it. I really do.
0: But it, it's routes on air. But we the tape about this the draft. does
1: not lie.
0: Exactly. We talked and about this he, during our pre-draft and, stuff.
1: Everybody, social media, all the like, all the whatnots, all the people got hyped over a dude scrambling left, throwing a deep ball across the right to no defense and on like and no pressure.
0: And that's something we talked about during our pre-draft stuff when we were doing predictions. I'm with you. I'm very. I, I'm. Throwing for Pro Day, I get to a degree, but you have to understand it's routes on air. You should be making the vast majority of these throws. And
1: du- it's like in an inside building. There's no it's, weather. There's no rain. There's no sleep. There's no snow.
0: There is zero, zero outside interference. I'm with you 100%, but let, we got to move on. I've torn into Zach Wilson. Case in point, Zach Wilson, you're a bum. There are no good Wilson quarterbacks in the NFL currently. Russ is cooked. And Zach Wilson, you're a flaming dumpster fire. I'm um, still
1: blaming that thing you hacked on that one. So I'm still going I'm I'm to be determined on that one. This is just been one, of, this of this has moment, been one bad year, but we're not going. to We'll talk about Russell Wilson another time.
0: This year, there are zero good quarterbacks in the NFL named Wilson. So moving on, let's get the college football playoff. Let's take one big step and let's because there's some insanity that might happen. Let's, Ohio State plays Michigan,
1: here, here, here let, let's do it like this. First of all, we're, uh, first of all, this is rivalry rivalry week.
0: I have a hard time you know saying what, it too.
1: You know what? Forget it. I'm gonna be like Emma for this is rivalry week. <laughs> we are in rivalry week. No one expects so that. Audio. So let's go ahead and break it down. The Egg Bowl, Mississippi State versus Old Miss, will be on Thursday. Then you got Friday. Then you got Friday where you got Tulane and Cincinnati. You got Florida, you got Florida Baylor, State on Black Friday too. You got, you got Baylor and Texas on Black Friday. You got Florida and Florida State. Wait, what? Why are y'all playing on Friday?
0: Don't know what okay. we are.
1: You got UCLA and California on Friday. hmm And now let's get to Saturday. You got the clean old fashioned hate Georgia Tech versus Georgia, which is not a rivalry. Um, which is not a rivalry. And you, you
0: have to win for it to be a rivalry.
1: Y- y- yeah, it, which is not a rivalry. So like that's gonna be a noon kick. That's gonna be a noon kickoff. Then you got the game, the rivalry mm-hmm. in Columbus. All uh, like all for the big, all for the ticket to the Big Ten Championship and a tick and an automatic ticket to the uh, to the um, college football playoff. You got mm-hmm. Michigan versus Ohio State. We'll go into details on that one later. You got South Carolina coming off of an upset on Tennessee. They're going into Death Valley to face the Clemson Tigers. That I, we're going to talk about that later on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got Oregon I- versus Oregon State
0: you, and you got, got AM versus LSU, you which got I wouldn't A&M rivalry.
1: LSU. You got the iron bowl, Auburn versus Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to explain why I believe Alabama's not done yet. They got a long shot. You got Minnesota versus Wisconsin for the axe. Trying to think, make sure I didn't miss it. Here, you, you, got, you, got, you got the best rivalry in all of G5. Georgia Southern versus Craft State.
0: Yes, sir. Here, here's my one thing I want to get into real quick because we do you have got one we've missed.
1: USC fighting for a playoff spot going against Notre Dame. And
0: we get Iowa State who can upset it all because Iowa State's been playing close these last couple of weeks. And TCU's been playing close too. Iowa State could potentially upset TCU and knock oh, them out of yeah, playoff I, contention.
1: There's a lot of big games. So. Garrett, uh Garrett, you
0: go first. Yeah, let's get into it. So I mean my biggest thing with it, I think just looking at some of the big games. I think here's what I want. I want and by big games
1: we mean the ones that actually play a part in the decision of the college football <laughs> playoff.
0: Because I'll say this mean,
1: next, next week is com- conference championship week. I
0: I'll, I'll say this once and I'll say it one time only. I want Florida to ruin Florida State season. That's all I want. I, I don't want much. Um I think um Georgia demolishes Georgia Tech, it's not even close. Um, I think well, that, that I think Iowa State can upset TCU. They that's can, the game I I'm going to be see. watching. If the most. they
1: do, that's going to open up a whole can of worms. The only so dog, there's dog, two games
0: I'm watching. Uh, dog, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna throw this. Hmm. Okay, go ahead and name your two games.
0: There's two games I'm watching this Saturday because I'm watching Florida Florida State on Friday. But there's two games I'm watching this Saturday, and it's Ohio State Michigan and it's TCU versus Iowa State. The only way I'm watching LSU A M and m is if – because it is at LSU, isn't it? No,
1: it's at a
0: Oh, okay. So they're going to be playing in front of a quiet crowd. Um, yeah. AM, I saw that. Dog, I Y'all saw were 90,000 ticket sales with 90 people like, in it. <laughs> I, I Y'all looking like, like Georgia State base. up in here.
1: Bro, I, I saw that fan base, man. I was like, <laughs> God dang, all <laughs> them billions <laughs> and trillions of dollars. I to went to high school. Stadium. Georgia State can do that
0: for free. I've played in high school games with more attendance than that. Get out of here. Um, but that's inside Beside the point, AM, you're garbage. Um, AM could ruin LSU season just because I don't trust Brian Kelly. Um AM and LSU, the only reason I'm gonna watch that is if AM keeps it close and LSU doesn't run away in the second half like they've been doing. Iowa State could beat TCU just because TCU's been playing to the level of competition the last few weeks. And I think Michigan, Ohio State is going to be interesting, but I've got Ohio State in that. I All don't right. think Michigan you does it.
1: Na- you name the two games that you're going to focus a lot on. I am going to focus on. I am going to focus on Michigan, uh, Michigan versus Ohio State as well. Um, Michigan, um, Ohio State, Iowa Michigan, State, Ohio TCU. State as well. Uh, I'm going to. Get, I think TCU is going to dominate that game. Uh, but Ohio State, Michigan, that's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be focused on that as well, like for my brother's sake and for my sake and for Alabama's sake as well, because that could play a part. Uh, of course, I'm gonna focus on the Iron Bowl because I will be at that game. I will be working that game, so that's mm-hmm. enough said on that one. I'm really gonna be watching that South Carolina Clemson game. That can be an upset alert right there. That could
0: be fun. Beca- that, that's that could can be fun. Be fun.
1: Now here's a, here here's the kicker. Clemson does have a shot. Mm-hmm. They have to find a way to generate stops because dog. Uh, DJ LA, he he's like he's too inconsistent. But that Will Shipley do that's a bad boy.
0: Oh, he's, he's and Ryan, bad And Brian
1: Bressy, the D tackle, he's a game record. Mm-hmm. But South Carolina, they got firepower, and they got a quarterback that's confident again. They can go into Death Valley and make some noise, man. So they I'm could. definitely going to be watching that. I'm going to be watching Michigan and Ohio State a lot more, but I'm really going to be watching that South Carolina-Clemson game. The other game I'm going to be watching, Oh, of course, I'm gonna be watching Georgia Southern. But the other game that I'm really gonna be watching, USC versus Notre Dame. Mind That's gonna be interesting. Mind you, let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and call out the rankings. The college football rankings just came out at about a few uh, few moments ago. Georgia's number one. Ohio State's number two. Michigan's number three. TCU is number four. LSU's five. USC is six. Alabama. South, Alabama Southern is California. Seven. Not
0: South Carolina.
1: We know. For those who don't know. No, 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 no! It's, it's the other way around. We know they don't know. But anyway, <laughs> USC, USC Trojans are number six. Alabama number seven. Clemson number eight. Oregon's number nine, and Tennessee is at number ten. Tennessee's yep. done. Tennessee's done. Tennessee's they're, done. They're done. Oregon, I gotta figure. I gotta figure out. Did they punch their ticket to the Pac-12 championship?
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah.
1: Because they beat. Because they did beat Utah last week. All right, dog. So, like the way I look at it, Tennessee's done. Mm-hmm. Oregon could make a case because they're ninth right now. And you know how the college football rankings does when it comes to being a conference champion. If they first off, USC has to handle Notre Dame. If you. USC handles Notre Dame and like you get a clear matchup in the Pac-12 between USC and Oregon. Oregon could possibly rise up in the rankings, setting up a like more chaos being for Pac-12 champion. Mm-hmm. That could happen. Clemson got South Carolina, and then they got whoever they're going to face in the uh, in the ACC championship. They could get in if they're a conference champion, but they could be very hesitant, dependent because of uh, what Notre Dame did to them about uh, not too long ago. So you got to take that to uh, Got to take that to an account. LSU is a two-loss team. They got Georgia in the SEC championship. Georgia's gonna beat the crap out of them. They're gonna be three and eight. No chance for LSU to get in. The only way LSU get in, they gotta beat Georgia in that line.
0: Which ain't gonna happen. So Georgia's gonna. I think Georgia beats LSU. Yep. I think Southern California – The only way uh, the Trojans make it in is if they win out. Yep. They and TCU. To win out. TCU needs to lose. Yep. TCU T-C- needs to lose if both T-C- games.
1: Because remember, TCU's schedule has been in question a lot. Let's go ahead and look at their. Let's go ahead and look at their games. Hmm. And I'm looking at them right now. TCU has defeated Colorado. Colorado's not that good. Um, like, tell SMU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, they're ranked 18th right now. They blew, they blew them out. All right, Oklahoma's made them look a little bit good. Kansas was hot early on the season, so they yep. can use that as a case. They beat them by seven. They beat Oklahoma State right on, um, like, at that time, they were ranked number eight. They beat them by three. You beat Kansas State. So – Beat Texas, beat, Texas is not Texas has not made nobody look good this year, and they beat and they beat Baylor. They got Iowa yep. State, and then they got the conference. Champ, they got the conference champion, so, which will be Kansas State again. So they had a decent schedule. They've had a decent schedule on that, on like on that standpoint. If they lose one, TCU slick got to make a case, but that's where the chaos comes in. They cannot lose. They cannot lose any of their games because, yeah. like a lot of people sees sees. TCU as what Cincinnati was last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I do agree with that. Here's the interesting part. To me, Georgia's in regardless of any situation. Georgia's in. Yep. Ohio State and Michigan, then that's going to be interesting. All right. Say Ohio State beats Michigan. And they go on to win the Big and, and, and But they lose the big, in the Big Ten championship.
0: Because they're playing Penn State.
1: Mm-hmm. Penn State will not get in. But that, you can make a case. Ohio State will still get in because they won a game against Michigan. They will get in. But you could possibly make a case Michigan get and can get in as well. Mm-hmm. Now, if Ohio State wins out, I, uh, uh, Ohio State was out, and TCU loses, then Michigan will get in, mm-hmm. and that's when the chaos is really going uh, really going to get in. So let's try to use this remaining time to play some, like play some scenario games. So I'm gonna do it like this.
0: Let's make it quick because we don't have too much left.
1: All right, that's fine. Let's do it like this: Georgia beat LSU. Mhm. Ohio State beat Michigan. Mhm. Uh, TCU TCU wins out. Mhm. USC loses. Mhm. And Clemson wins the ACC. Mhm. Who gets on? Um, like what? On um, who do you think out of all of that will be in the college football playoff?
0: It would come down to honestly because some of it would come down to championship games. So if Ohio State beats Michigan, mm-hmm. I don't see Michigan still dropping out of the top four. And
1: they and they and, and, and they win and they win the conference.
0: So if Ohio State beats Michigan, mm-hmm. I think Michigan drops to four.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Ohio, if uh, the only way Ohio State stays at two is if they win the conference. Um, even if Ohio State loses to Penn State, I don't know if they drop out because Penn no, State, I, I don't think so neither. No, I think is if TCU wins out, I don't see the four teams changing unless Michigan wins and then Michigan loses.
1: There's also another big chaotic thing that can happen. Uh, uh I want to play the scenario again, but you are, uh, but you are right. No, no it's going to be crazy. For, I TC, think we can't pick the conference title just nah. yet. But I will say this: I do believe there's a chance Alabama might not be done. To me, Alabama got to win the Iron Bowl, which I do believe they will, and they've been shaky. But think about this: they're ranked number seven right now.
0: A and M has to beat LSU.
1: No, not even that. Georgia just has to beat LSU because LSU will be a three-loss team regardless.
0: So, here, but so if Bama right now is nine and two, yep,
1: LSU is nine and two.
0: Exactly. If Bama, because that way, that's the only way Bama goes back.
1: Because No, no, right no. It, no, 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 no. Because here is the thing. USC wins out, they're getting in. They're Mm -hmm. getting in before us. I won't even argue with that. USC wins, they get in before us because here's the thing. They got the West Coast to back them up as far as the viewership. That Mm would help out college football because we know this is a business. They're trying to get that viewership. So in order for Alabama to actually get in, USC has to lose, TCU has to lose, and and Georgia got to beat LSU. But Alabama Mm got to win that game. Those are the three. That's the only circumstances I can say. Oh, and Clemson got to lose one. Mm-hmm. But you can slip make a case. Alabama Alabama could get in over Clemson.
0: There's a lot that has to happen for that to happen.
1: It's going to be chaotic, but we got to get through this week because right now, Clemson got uh, to worry about South Carolina. Alabama got to worry about Auburn. Ohio State of Michigan, we already know what that's going to be. TCU, it, they got two weeks. They got two weeks. They got the conference championship. And then they uh, they got a conference championship in Dallas because that's where the Big Twelve championship is gonna be mm-hmm. at. I don't know who they're facing. Hold up, it's Kansas
0: State. It's the top. They gotta two go against. They gotta
1: go against Kansas State. So they got they gotta deal with that. TCU gotta handle their business against Iowa State. So they gotta handle that. TCU gotta win out. Georgia got LSU in the, uh, in the SEC championship, but LSU gotta play Texas AM. Now we already know Texas A and ain't crap, ain't nothing. But at the same time. You cannot sleep on nobody, and they can't, LSU can't slip up. USC they point, got Notre Florida Dame. Slept on USC got lost. Notre Dame and Oregon. USC mm-hmm. wins out against either of them teams. They getting in regardless. I'm sorry. You beat, if T- you beat Notre Dame and you beat Oregon, and both of them on are, are both of them rank high right now. You getting you getting in. You should. get But in. that's only
0: if TCU loses.
1: Man, I, dog. I think they get. I think dog. You can make a case because here's the thing.
0: If TCU wins out, they're not going to have – because Michigan will stay in just because of the strength I of schedule, Ohio State th- will stay in.
1: I don't think so because now you're going to get into that debate. With That's U- true. Debate with USC. If That's true. You put US If USC wins out with the manner of hype they will get from the West Coast and the history – we understand Michigan got history. But think about the viewership.
0: Now I get. I hear you. I hear you.
1: If USC wins out, they get in. That means either Ohio, that means whoever wins out of Ohio State and Michigan, which is the real Big Ten championship, mm-hmm. whoever wins out of that, they're getting it is out. Whoever loses that game, they out.
0: That'll be, yeah, we'll see what happens. But TCU,
1: and, but like for the, for the sake of Ohio State and Michigan, for Alabama and USC, TCU gotta lose.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see them. The I think that. Set- set-
1: the only thing that's set in stone, George is in. And, yep. either- and the winner uh, and the winner of Ohio State of Michigan is in. That's the yep. only thing that's set in
0: stone. 100%. So, on that note, man, let and if you guys agree with us, let us know. You can let us know on Twitter. And I do want to bring that back one more time to what we talked about earlier in the show. What, for Thanksgiving – for the the Thanksgiving game, what if the NFL the,
1: were to try were to try were to do
0: another third or add a third classic matchup or yeah. a third classic team to play every year yeah. to close out the Thanksgiving Day games, who, who would it would be? be?
1: Yeah, who would it be? Comment uh, like tweet us, tweet us your answer
0: at at TDSN Pod. So on that yeah. note, man, let's go ahead and wrap it up for the episode. Um, we're getting pretty tight on time. Um, I want to say thank you again for listening. Uh, glad we we're able to give you two episodes this week. Uh, we want to wish everyone a happy holidays if got you a like this episode. Uh yeah, no, definitely. Thank you for reminding me. Almost left on some of the shout-outs. Some or similar shout outs to the last episode. Um I want to again shout out Visit Vegas places, the Unfiltered and Stupid History Minute Podcast. I haven't listened to them yet and I I, I owe them a listen. Um, but they're uh, they're fans of the show. Um they leave plenty of five star reviews and we appreciate them for it. The Chime In podcast, oh, yeah. the Wrestling World Podcast, Jim over at Fan of the Van Podcast, and the 1420 oh, sports love, podcast as well. It.
1: I would love to get an invite to the wrestling podcast. I I want I, I would like to know those conversations.
0: Hit us up, man. We'll, we'll, we're always down to collab. Uh, Austin, if you're listening, we're always down to collab with people. Um, so thank y'all for the reviews. If you want to get a shout out as well, give us a five-star review. Um, we do have eyes on who doesn't. We'll shout you out. If it's a person, if it's a podcast, we'll figure it out. Um, so we appreciate that. If you liked it, that's one way to show some love. Feed the algorithm gods. Another way to show some love to the show is to tell everybody you know. And if you didn't like it, the last fifty-ish minutes of your life never happened. And, and tell people that you don't know. Exactly. If people ask who we are and even like the show, you've never heard of us before. Um, but again, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have any comments and anything like that, you can reach out to us on either Facebook, at 2Ds yeah. of Sports News, yeah. or you can reach out to us on Twitter at TDS and Pod. That's where you want to see those answers to that question.
1: One last qu- one last statement, uh, dog. It's still shocking in the crazy world that the Sacramento Kings are the best team in California.
0: Right. <laughs> It is another day with the Sacramento Kings, the best basketball team in California. And on that note, we will see you next time.
1: Peace.